My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Question, how fit are you to sell? Your ability to sell is also like your physical fitness. Everybody who aims to be physically fit needs a fitness coach. Same goes to a salesperson. You need to be fit to sell. And the sales enabler is your fitness coach. Colin introduces us to Ben Purton, Director of International Sales Enablement at Ring Central, And he is here to talk about the role of sales enablers as fitness coaches for sellers around the world. Learn more about Ben in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. All right, welcome to another episode of Sales Transformation. I've got Ben Purton on today. He's an international enablement leader at a large cloud communication provider, formerly in sales and quite a well-known chess captain in Europe, having delivered multiple titles to the Sharks chess team. Wow, that's interesting. Ben, welcome to the show. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, you've done a great intro for me, so I'm not sure I can add much to that. Well, I like it was short and sweet, but very impactful. So um, just before we kind of jump into some of the topics that we're going to talk about today, uh, which we're not going to tell folks, so I have to listen a little bit, lo- little bit longer to find out. Just give us the short version of your sales story, Ben. Like, where did it all start and how did you kind of end up where you are? And, you know, I always have to tell people salespeople specifically the short version <laughs> um well i i started as a 17 year old um and we we had um I, I have autism so i've got uh i'm on the spectrum and so i struggled to get retail jobs when i was a student the job i could get was knocking on people's doors asking them would they be willing to switch uh, their gas and electric, because that was how it was done back then before the internet took off. And I, that's, that's progressed. And I worked in some call centers as well. Um, and then I started a, a graduate scheme uh, at Rosetta Stone, which is uh, the largest language company. Um, and that involved a little bit of retail work that I couldn't get before. And it also involved some enterprise sales and moving in there. And then I went into a BDR type leader role. After doing a bit of enterprise sales, I found myself quite good at that. Uh, And um, my boss at the time uh, sort of said, oh, you're really good at training these BDRs uh, and and maybe think about going into training. Uh, And that's how I sort of transitioned into from from a sales role, which I had uh, for the best part of sort of a decade, into sort of what we now know as sales enablement, which I've had for nearly the best part of a decade. (laughs) So very similar sort of durations for those two. Wow. I'm just even thinking of, you know, and thanks for, for sharing that. I think, uh, you know, um, it is helpful for people that also maybe experience being on the spectrum and realize like, Hey, you can still have a very successful career and do things that maybe you thought you couldn't do. But I'm just thinking even just back at 17 years old with that going on and knocking on doors must've been, you know, quite challenging to push yourself to, to do that. I'd imagine. 
Yeah, one of my best lessons was learned in this uh, at 17 doing this. Um, I was too literal. So my my leader at the time, who <laughs> was about 19, would tell me, uh, <laughs> would tell me, just knock on the doors and fob the maths and, you know, people switch and they won't, you know, they won't know <laughs> kind of this terrible sales methodology. Um, and I was like, oh, I can't do that. Maths is maths. I love maths. <laughs> still, it's pretty much still the same, same today. Uh, yeah. And so I would go around and tell people, oh, you've done this. You've got, you're actually on a really good deal. I can't beat this. And I would tell them that loads and all these other people thought I was crazy because <laughs> I got hardly any sales. I never hit. I was terrible <laughs> at it. Yeah. But um, one day I went into a lady's living room and her <laughs> husband's watching the TV and uh, I sit down and uh, I do the maths as I usually do. And surprise, uh, she is on a great deal. And I say, you're on a really, really great deal. Never change this deal. Here's my number. If you do change, uh, it, like, oh, it goes up. Give me a call and we'll see if we can beat it. Thought nothing of it. Very standard practice. Uh, next day, I got a phone call from the husband saying, oh, I really liked that you were so honest <laughs> with my wife. Uh, and I've got loads of people under me at my work and some of them are not on such a good deal. So I've, is it okay I give you a number? And he gave my number to like 100 people and about 40 of them I managed to switch. Oh, uh, and it kind of taught me a, a valuable lesson that sort of trust, honesty, uh, builds relationships. And sometimes you can have not only a buyer for life, but also referrals. And that was the first time I learned that. Um, I wasn't that great at that job, to be fair. Uh, but I did learn the valuable lesson. And that, uh, for about two or three weeks, I got really well paid. Yeah. Wow. The, the, then the rest of the uh, people on your sales team uh, probably thought, wow, what He's out there doing something totally different than we are and uh, it's working out well. So I love that learning lesson there. Well, Ben, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that are top of mind for enablement leaders right now with, you know, sort of the economic situation and, and what are some, you know, priorities that uh, you're seeing and that people are maybe struggling with a bit? I think we've got to get better. <laughs> it's always a way, which is a generic way of saying that we had it quite good for a few years, especially in sort of SaaS and, and other areas. Um, there was, you know, boom, the S&P was high, everything was looking good. Um, and therefore, you need you could have some complacency and still be really really successful now 2023 all the buyers are saying right we need to sort of clamp down you have that extra sort of review uh, before we buy things and we before we invest in things especially for multi-year contracts and so the big thing in enablement is we've got to get uh, our sales staff as fit as possible. Uh, we, I often use a fitness analogy, and my boss uh, at Ring Central, she uses it a lot. Uh, we're the fitness coaches of sales. That is what we do. Um, and in 2023, some companies have decided that enablement, they don't carry a quota. See you later. Not quite sure that's a good strategy because if you get rid yeah. of your fitness coach, what would happen to a sports team? Everybody's sure, free Everybody's going to be well. overweight and. 60 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, potentially. And in, in sales, your football players, soccer players, whatever it is, they're, they're your salespeople. 
Yeah, your your Bill Belichick's I've just alienated ninety five percent of the <laughs> of the football fans in the US. But your your, your successful coaches in America, Andy Reid's, etc. They they're gonna they might get the blame. They're their sales managers, but those fitness coaches they're kind of a key cog. So we're probably more important than ever before because you've got to be as fit as possible in a sales sense in twenty twenty three because uh, the buyers are definitely not uh, making it easy for you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.